ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey, thank you very much, Producer Mystery. Thank Thank you. you. As we teased on the last episode, we're going to start this one by talking about the new movie, Mortal Kombat. Impression of that? Mortal Kombat! Yeah, see, I can do it. I can do stuff. I know stuff. Yeah, so shortly before we started this, I learned that, Max, you haven't seen the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie. I have not. I have not seen it. I couldn't tell you shit about it at all. That That, is so surprising, considering we've had, in our group, we've discussed the idea of the best video game adaptation uh, several times, and that movie has come up. And I think it's it's fascinating. I, mean, I know of it. it. I know it has some sort of merit to it. But uh, if you ask, if you press me for a scene, couldn't tell you one. I I would be surprised if I've seen it like a long time ago. But I mean, that was in the before times, before memory. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, how it works. You know, people always sit there like, oh yeah, I've seen that movie. Like, and then you go, when'd you see it? When'd you see it? And it's like in middle school, and they're they're like thirty five or something. And then so that was what twenty seven years ago. What's your favorite scene? Like, well, you know, the main character was Luke. I think <laughs> so. They haven't really seen it at all. So if I have seen it, I, it's deleted. But I don't think I have. You speak the true true. But you did watch this one, and so did you, Mr. E. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, <clears throat> Mr. E and I, I feel like we know the subject matter. So let's start with you, Max. And what did you think of the movie? Okay, so first, are these kind of a spoiler-free thoughts? Oh, or are these... I you know what? Know. Yeah, give some spoiler-free thoughts, and then we'll go into spoilers. Okay, well, I mean, spoiler-free. Um, knowing nothing about the movie, I thought it was kind of uh, cool, I guess, in some sense, just because um, I wasn't sitting there with some preconceived, like, oh, I don't remember this scene the way this, or this wasn't that. Actually, I was wondering who the main character was in the original. I was curious if the same guy. Luke but anyway, um, so I, I can give you a number, I thought, uh, if I gave it an IMDb yeah, number. I, I gave it, like, a six. Out of ten. Say. Yeah, out of yeah, ten, okay. is what I thought, basically. I mean, the fighting was I wasn't like the best martial arts movie we've ever seen <laughs> but otherwise you know i mean it was some standard bullshit that we've all seen a thousand times and way better than gi joe <laughs> <laughs> mystery what'd you think uh this is spoiler free right yes spoiler okay free. so uh i'm a big fan of the original and uh i'm just gonna leave all my discussion for the spoiler section so i'll just get to the rating i'd give it a five a five okay um i thought the fights were good i don't think the fights were like subpar i thought the fights were I, pretty damn entertaining as far mm. as that went mm. um visually it was cool the costumes top notch like gotta give it to the costumes um i felt the sets were fun uh at some points it felt a bit star trek caves to me where it's like ah you know this is on a sound stage nah this doesn't feel like a oh, real environment but, oh, okay yeah but uh at the end of the day i i, I think i would give it a probably a six as well a six out of ten. And six doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Like, I, There's plenty of good sixes out there. Agreed. And maybe I was actually, even as you're all talking about it, I was like, maybe 6.3. You know, like, maybe some. I think it, it kind of sucked as a new movie. Like, as a standalone movie, it was kind of like, whatever. But seeing the potential in it to set up sequels and, uh, I don't want to say a cinematic universe, but... <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's what they want. Ultimately, they'd love to have a Kano movie or a Jax movie or a whatever, but uh, I, I don't see that happening with this property, but I am looking forward to the sequel. Is there going to be one? Uh, you know, 
they they signed uh, the Sub Zero actor on for five movies, so he has four more movies in his contract. Jesus Christ! When can we spoil it? Yeah, all right, let's no, move okay, into spoilers. Okay. okay. Um. Well, because I have like my just line of thoughts of like, so do you just want to go like like random scenes and shit? For first of all, Sub Zero is a badass. Oh yeah, I thought he was pretty cool. Like, um, just. I mean, obviously, he has, like, the same Shredder, like, kind of origin, it seems like, in a weird way. Like, it just seems very Orochuzaki or whatever. He has, like, a scratch on his face. He covers up his <laughs> face with it, because then he's just like, I'm I'm not even myself anymore. And there's some emotional drama. I'm sure fucking Shredder has... He probably, Shredder's probably killed families before. Is that why he wears the mask, Sub-Zero? I don't know. I was wondering about that. Like, dude, if you get your face cut, you just have to put a mask on as a ninja. I'm like, oh, I gotta cover Did my face. Do you still have the cut later on? I looked, and at one point I said, I didn't see it. And then when they focused on his face really close, uh-huh. you see a little frozen line. So yeah, okay. it's kind of like not there, but it, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a... Because I swear, at one point, I even wrote, it's not there. And then later on, I'm like, oh, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Mystery, you seemed, uh, you seemed a bit perturbed with this movie. <laughs> what, what's up? Oh boy, I got a lot to say, host Sean. Where do I start? Okay, so I'll start with some good things. The intro was great. That's according to actual Mortal Kombat lore, which was awesome. Jack's getting his arms ripped off by Sub-Zero, according to original lore. Awesome. It was cool to see that stuff. The CG, it was like weirdly bad in some parts, but then really good in some parts where it mattered. Uh Um, Yeah. Like Uh for instance, when... Hanzo's like whooping everybody in the beginning. He like throws an axe at a dude like twenty yards away and hits him in the back, and like CG blood squirts out. It's like why? Like that was just unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. But the CG with like uh, Sub Zero's moves and everything was really great, um, and the fights were fun to watch and they were well choreographed. Um, I don't even know where to begin on the negatives. This I'm going to cut right to the chase. This movie was trash. Okay? <laughs> this movie was fucking trash. Um, and I don't want to take up too much time here, but I'll touch on a few points and maybe we'll circle back to a few more. Um, they spent way too much time on world building and not enough time on any action. But for the first Agreed. hour and 10 minutes, there was no substantial fight. My fucking favorite character, Reptile, got ripped in like three <laughs> seconds and the fight was like so short. Uh, another big point. Mortal Kombat's the name of the tournament. When the fuck does the tournament start? There wasn't even a tournament in the whole movie. All right. Go ahead. So touching on that point. I'm getting fired up here. (laughs) Touching on that point. Max, I know you're familiar with what I'm about to say. This ideal is the film Mortal Kombat did not deliver on the promise. The premise of of the promise. No, the promise of the premise. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I knew that. Meaning you go into this movie and those in the note knowing that Mortal Kombat is a tournament for people on Earth to defend Earth against Out dimensional realm. bullshit. Like, yeah. okay, cool. That That is the premise, and this movie did not deliver on it. That's true. They just kind of, like, fought beforehand, like, the whole time. They're like, oh, you're cheating. You shouldn't. We should. Let's wait till Mortal Kombat. He's like, no, I'm going to attack you all now. Like, that main character was, like, the most forgettable main character. Who's he supposed to and be? And he was a bad actor. Yes. Oh, yes. I did write he bad acting. He was a bad He really was. Like, they all were, like, just kind of, like, ra- I even wrote, I almost kind of liked that. They took a chance on just random actors. Who have we seen any of these people besides that one, the one main Asian soul soul, soul sucking guy we saw him in Batman? Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung. and yeah. um, Raiden was somebody. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's, who, it wasn't Ken Watanabe, was he? I don't know. No, I don't think so. But, but like, I'm not saying the martial arts were bad. But it's more like I wrote like, is this martial arts movie? It almost felt like a X Men movie where it's like they're fighting with powers I'm, more. So, so totally. I was just going to say it felt like a superhero movie to me instead yeah. of, a, of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's and why it wasn't of, Kung fu I guess, enough for me. Part of that was like... because of this stupid fucking Arcana. Excuse me? 
Is that what the inner power this? or something? Yes. Oh, okay, it's yeah. Like, they completely I don't know, just, I don't know, They completely yeah. just shit on the lore. Yeah. And, like, so you have that mark, right? And you either get that mark by being in good lineage or by killing someone that has a mark. So it's like, Jackson Kano would just have marks for some random reason. Like, okay, so they must have just randomly killed someone who had a mark. And you can't get powers unless you have the mark. The whole thing was so stupid. Kano's human eye can shoot a laser. That completely deletes the whole bionic eye thing. According to the actual lore, Jax had... punches his eye out, uh... and then he works for those black dragons. It's like a, it's like a spy, like a mafia. I see. So they get him all the robotic, and like, it's just like that's way more cooler see, than yeah. just I have this mark and I got mad and. Okay, so Jax's... I didn't know that. See, I'm just sitting there like, oh, hey, laser eye. I was like, was I supposed to expect that? Like when he's like getting a battle, like what's gonna happen? Oh, his eye went laser. Okay, cool. Like whatever. So Jax's Arcana was garbage, right? Yeah. The like, idea. All the hands is like his arms. Well, yeah, he had these, like, you know, these tinfoil arms. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're just pipes. Like, yeah. yeah. Fucking... Cyborg 2.0. Just like, what? Yeah. That was pretty bad, but I think the worst one was when Cole's armor just manifests itself in the middle of a fight. That's, that was And just, it didn't even yeah. look like that armor. That shit was crap. That's, I actually didn't want to ask, like, that whole scene was lame. I, I actually didn't like that. He's like, just like, all this, like, Iron Man shit came out. Like, is that a character even, this guy? <laughs> He's supposed to be a descendant of Scorpion. Is that it? So is he that's new it. to the show? Yes. Or, that's was my biggest question. He, so I was like, is he supposed to be some character I don't know? Because, like, this is kind of a lame, like, I have, like, a It's a, a new piece. story, basically. I kept, I kept based. waiting for him to do well, some Scorpion he, shit, like, oh, I found the dagger. And, yeah. He actually exists in the lore somewhere. Okay. Like, he's in, like, a comic book or oh, a gotcha. cartoon or a... So, like, Video the game. idea of that character is newish nobody knew who the fuck he was so that worked dude the bad father angle you're absolutely right that's all i could think the whole time was get a real fucking job (laughs) (laughs) like like Uh, you're fighting for 200 dollars a fight like how many times a week are you doing this to support your family the best fighters have to like throw fights all the time and they make no money but if you give them a chance they're like gonna win the championship i don't get it like yeah his fighting skills are like whatever he's just he's a bad father too because he basically left the family like, a bunch of times, like, oh, yeah, I have to get out of here. People might come show up and and get me, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> so he leaves, and, like, the family has come, like, what, to their safe house? So there's, so he just left, so now they're going to show up and just kill the family, That number one. And then they, they comes back, and that the lightning god guy, Raiden or whatever, is like, oh, yeah, go back to your family. And then, like, his fa- he can only get his power to happen when his family's about to die. He's like, oh, thanks, family. I had yeah. to put you in mortal danger for you to come back. Then he leaves again, and then somehow they're in danger, like, a third time at the end by, like, Scorpion themselves. Yeah, Scorpion himself or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Freezes their ass. And so yeah. a third time, they're like, and he can't, oh yeah, and then his armor can't even punch through the shit. He's like, Pew! like even his armor's failing the family, like, come on, like, I'm such a good dad. Like, <laughs> it was so, that shit was weird. I That was pretty weak. It was literal plot armor. And then he <laughs> took down Goro. Come on, man. Why the fuck they would put Don't Goro in this movie and not put him in the actual tournament? Because. Bro, everyone's dead already. Yeah. Like, when's the tournament going to happen? Uh-huh. Oh, I, oh, this is a spoiler. Yeah, Melina's dead. Kung Lao is dead. Like, everyone's fucking dead. I like what they did with Melina. She looked great. Who's who? And her face? Who's that? She looked great. She's the demon lady with the oh, face that opens okay. up and she wears... So... Okay. Or she uses the in, speary things. I don't know what they are. In the video game, she wears a ninja mask. Like Sub-Zero or Scorpion. But, uh, you know, I like the way they broke from that by just giving her bloody cheeks. Like, yeah. essentially a mask kind of shape. Masky, yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cool and creative. So I'll give it to them on that one. But um, Scorpion's costume looked awesome. Yeah, um, there was a few character redesigns. And some of them are really good. And some of them I could do without. Um, Sub-Zero, like, 
he was wearing a bunch of plate armor and stuff. And it's like, if you're a ninja, like, I feel like you would want, like, the, 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 the free-flowing, you know, yeah. armor. So that was weird. But Cabal, great fucking character redesign. He looked incredible. He was the dude that had the red eyes and the respirator. That's a, He that, looked awesome. That, dude, I like Kano. I like Cabal. They were both cool yeah. characters. Anything Kano said was hilarious. Uh, Kano was, stole the show. He, was, he totally did. did. He was so great. Everything he was in, even as a like a villain or whatever, everything was just perfect. So he could, he could have... I'd watch the Kano movie type of deal. There's for sure. no way he is not coming back. If yeah. he had shit the bed in this movie, I could see them just sweeping him aside, but... The fact that everybody is talking about how great he was, and he was great. Yeah, he like, was. Well, they, yeah. they're making, I mean, Sub-Zero's not dead. I'll be, oh, spoilers, Sub-Zero dies at the end. He's such yeah. a badass that, like, this guy has to come back from hell to kick his ass. Plus, <laughs> this whippy, like, other guy has to fight him up, too. Right. Harry Potter motherfucker. And they both together still basically burn him a little bit, and he's like, it was debatable he was dying, and they're like, oh, yeah, you, you killed him. But then he goes, but no one really dies. He's like, uh. so you didn't even yeah. do anything. He's like... <laughs> I don't know, Scorpion was kind of weak in that sense. Even though I wanted him to be a badass, he kind of like, in essence, how come he didn't have his armor? Like, when he was getting, oh yeah, b- bitches be needing buckets of water, right? Like, she, she's like, we need buckets of water, please. Okay, and then fucking whole family killed. Like, you kill. need your water? Yeah. You need your water? Uh, but, but like, I thought all that armor and shit came from within at this point, like with this chakra shit or whatever yeah, it was Arcana. called. Arcana. So, so I was like, how come it wasn't doing that shit at all? I don't know. So, a fun wink. To the other movie, the '95 movie, are is the buckets of water? Oh, really? In that movie, um, I think it's Liu Kang kills Sub Zero with a bucket of water. Sub Zero's doing his freeze attack, and Liu Kang throws the bucket at him. Uh, the water goes through the freeze attack, forms an icicle, stabs him dead. Mm. And in this one. Scorpion left the water behind, you know, like, oh no, when he was fighting Sub Zero. Like, I thought that was a fun wink. In in that 95 one, Liu Kang. Oh, the guy with the brother? Yeah. The Razor Hat? Razor Hat was cool. His cousin, yeah. Kung Lao. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Razor Hat was was sick. That was some fun stuff. Like, I actually liked all those things. Like, Fatality goes, Flawless victory. Like, all those other ones, those kind of made me laugh every time. Kano wins! Well, can I just. All that shit kind of cracked me up. You fucking beauty. Let me just touch on that. Like, that's all fun and everything, but at some point, they were just. Here's a shitty movie that's called Mortal Kombat that's, like, loosely based on it. And we're going to change the plot. But then we're going to tug on your fucking nostalgia the whole time by dropping lines like, Flawless victory and fatality. And the biggest slap in the face of them all is Scorpion speaks Japanese and Chinese the whole movie. And then, get over here! And then immediately starts speaking Chinese again after. It's like, you know what I, why that's even a good put point. that in? Yeah, that's Just a good point. Just fucking stop. Yeah, you know what I wanted stop. from that? What What I wanted from that scene is I wanted some character building with Scorpion in hell. He's been in hell for hundreds of years. Learn some languages. Like in the if in the sequel, if he's talk if he's speaking German to someone and then Swahili to someone else, like I love that fucking idea that he's picked up skills in hell. Like that's cool. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah, get over here. And then just like talks to Cole in fucking Japanese and Cole's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, does he even know this? Are we being racist assuming he knows it? Like, yeah, he doesn't doesn't know shit about like this language. He's like, oh, 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 all right, then. All right, final question. Uh, The 95 Mortal Kombat is hailed as the best video game adaptation movie. So, Max, as the novice, would you... uh, proclaim this new mortal Kombat movie the best video game adaptation ever created ever yes i gotta give it a tomb raider baby tomb raider yeah man okay <laughs> actually can i change it to mario brothers 
Jeez. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Can't allow that. Come on. Laura Croft, man. There's two Laura Crofts. Are you going to say Street Fighter or Battleship? Uh, That's a board game. (laughs) No, I'm I'm, I'm sticking next to Tomb Raider, man. That's a video game. You know Laura Croft. You can focus on one character and hear her be a badass. All these million characters. No one can focus on that stuff. Fair enough. How about you, Mystery? What was the question again? How does it... Oh, is it still the best movie adaptation? Yeah, video game? would you give this one that Fuck title? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. And the bottom line is this movie is based less on the video game than the first one. So I don't think it could ever be the best video game movie adaptation of all time. Mm. They just... I swear to God, they just kind of license fucked us. They changed the plot. They slapped the license on it. And it's Mortal Kombat. And sure, there's characters in it. But um, I guess in the end of the day, if you don't know lore like we do, you'll probably enjoy the movie. But um, yeah, I didn't hate it yeah. as much as you did because I didn't know shit about yeah, it. Yeah, like, no, it was, it was trash. funny. I was like, oh, so whatever. No, to answer your question, absolutely not. It was like Mortal Kombat. What about you? Yeah, combat school, basically. Like Harry Potter Potter school. <laughs> it's like, that's what it was. I agree. I would not award it that title. I... So, uh, Broomhilda's friend came over, and we all watched the movie, and this friend, like, totally unassuming girl, just a, you know, a run-of-the-mill person, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to this arcade bar, met up with her and her husband, and then she just, like, looks at me, and she goes, you, do you play Mortal Kombat? I'm like, well, yeah, sure. And we hustle over to the Mortal Kombat machine, and she beats the shit out of me, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, relentlessly, and I love my fighting games. Yeah. And uh, so she came over to watch the movie, and uh, we watched that one. And then I was telling Broomhilda, I was like, nah, th- you know what? The 95 version is still the better one. So we watched the 95 version right after that. And I'll tell you what, it was more entertaining. I liked Absolutely. it. And it's almost like less is more with the CG. Like, I feel like they were just overdoing it. And, like, I get that's technology nowadays, but it's almost like it's almost like why Alien aged so well practical effects that just still work today yeah yeah exactly the other one just seemed more honest i looked it up on like googly and i saw that like raiden guy or whatever it was christopher lambert right isn't that uh-huh. Highlander? Yeah. i was like the white, i love i love raiden i love a white raiden exactly like all the highlanders in this bitch all right cool <laughs> all right so, uh, let's see. Segway out of that video game stuff. Let's talk about some video game stuff. Um, nice. Awesome. How many games do you guys own on Steam? Would you guys <laughs> guess? Demate. Oh, this isn't a pressure 30 and 40. Yeah, 20-ish. Yeah, mine was like 40. I think it was. I kind of loosely counted and stuff. And um, anyway... Uh, <laughs> um, here's the, uh, God, you confused me. God damn you, Green Thumb. Anyway, I hate you. So, do you guys know how many games are currently on Steam? Right now? Uh, I'm going to say a million. Damn, how many games are, are on currently well, on Anyone Steam. can get on Although this Steam, article right? is nine days old, by the way, so it can be off by whatever. Fuck. Um, damn, yeah, because I'm pretty sure anyone can get on Steam. Uh, let's say 450,000. <laughs> As of nine days ago, there was uh, over slightly over 51,000. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wait, wow. Too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought anybody could load their game to Steam. They can. 
Uh, yeah, but I guess that's huh. still, yeah, there's, that's, there's not that many, yeah, yeah, like, fucking video games in the whole world, right, man? Like, I didn't think there was that many fucking ever created. I just figured oh, there'd be... you made us guess, so what do yeah. you want? <laughs> yeah, you guys suck. You guys suck at guessing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just figured there would be dozens of versions of Pong or dozens of oh, versions sure. of Frogger. Pac- Pac-Man. Yeah, exactly. There probably are. I mean, yeah. millions. You guys you guys are getting too lax from your, like, <laughs> Price is Right days here on the show. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, why, why am I bringing this up? That the, there's a, currently a little bit over 51,000, so I guess recently uh, there was a patch that steam made that um because uh yeah basically there was a, a, a the steam was crashing for people who owned over half of the library twenty five thousand. if you own twenty five thousand or more steam was crashing on these people so i wonder why for those uh unfamiliar with steam it's a program you download and from there it's a portal to uh buying and storing your games it will it Most will transfer one. from computer to computer so you don't have to own a cartridge or whatever um what's that and it's good storage it's it's good yeah it's, it's game, game store. store yeah that's, that's all good that's good so people like it people who own two hundred fifty thousand, or twenty five thousand, basically over twenty five thousand of the of games i guess we're having crashes or something so there was an update to the steam client that uh was a fix for the possible crash of owners with over 25,000 games in their library. And so there's a website called Steam Ladder that currently lists three people as having passed this threshold of 25,000 games owned. But then there's another website called SteamDB. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that one Steam Ladder, they don't show uh, numbers that are amidst the hidden games. Because, you know, those hidden games, like, there's all these hentai games and stuff you can, like, hide. Like, don't see, don't see the titties. Like, you can so you can hide games, I think, and that, and that number doesn't count those so this other website was saying there's probably a few hundred people who have over twenty five thousand. Oh my god and their steam oh library and then there's one guy his name's sonics apparently owns a staggering 42,000 titles on why? steam why why i mean i don't know man like i'm just sitting there like it's a collection would, it's at that point yeah you're right it is it's like a, just gotta catch them all it totally that's totally <laughs> what it reminds me of how much money would that be, man? If it jumped, oh, there's probably like this has to be a bunch bunch of hentai games because there's something weird. It's outrageous. Like, it just the, the, that many games don't exist. Like there's there's only Red Dead, right? And maybe Grand Theft Auto, Mortal Kombat. I just learned tonight. Like, <laughs> what, like what else could there be? There is a lot of free games on Steam, though, so I'm sure a lot of that's free games. And one last statistic is um, uh, Steam's only getting bigger because uh, 10,263 games were added in 2020 alone. 10,263 games. Were added to wow. Steam in 2020 alone. Is that because people had time to work on their personal game <laughs> project? I don't know. So, like, this time <laughs> next year, is that going to be like maybe your crazy million numbers and stuff? I don't know. Wow. But just these numbers kind of tripping me out. Because I guess, yeah, if you had asked me, I would have been like, oh, I don't know, bajillion. So, yeah, 51,000. But then, but now it's like putting it in perspective, it's like growing leaps and bounds. Speaking of games, are you guys familiar with the Great Josh Battle? Yes. I don't know much about it. <laughs> this is one of the memes. Yeah. It, it totally got my attention. It, like, it's so stupid and goofy, and I love it. So one year ago, a man named Josh Swain found other Joshes on Facebook and challenged them to a battle royale. And it's you know what it really reminds me of? It reminds me of something you would do, Max. Like, yeah. frankly, you find other Maxes and be like, I've gathered you all here today. I don't actually. I've said it before. I don't like other Maxes. <laughs> I get all like, what? Exactly. I don't like, what is that? That's my name. So the winner of the Battle Royale gets to keep the name Josh or is awarded the title Best Josh. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know the memes. It was just like I do about the Area 51 raid. (laughs) So yeah, it started as a joke, but unlike the Area 51 raid, people actually showed up to this. And by the end, they had hundreds of Joshes participating in this. How do you fight, like, 
defeat a giant? Like, how do you do all that stuff? I don't know any of the rules. So the rules were each were given a um, like a pool noodle. Okay. And if you were hit with the pool noodle, you're down. Okay. And so it was kind of like a battle royale. Um, it looked like a big. You know how you're on a dance floor and then somebody starts doing some funky shit, so you're all from the circle? Yeah. It was like that, but like a giant circle with dozens of people inside just smashing each other. I'd call, I'd be, I would basically take like three or four hits and be like, oh yeah, no, it didn't hit me. <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd do that for a while until someone's like, no, this guy is cheating. This guy is cheating. I remember playing uh, Airsoft with our buddy Newbox, Dr. K, and um, we were playing a zombie round where you were allowed to use foam weapons and there were zombies on the field and you had to hit them with the foam weapon. And like a headshot is, you know, a kill. You have to hit them twice on the body to kill them. You know, that sort of thing. Whatever, yeah. yeah. And so um, <laughs> Dr. K, he comes running at this zombie and he picks up a sword off the ground and just takes a swing at the zombie with it in the head. He clocks that motherfucker. <laughs> Fun. And what, what people most people don't realize is in the middle of that foam sword is like a PVC pipe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that zombie went down and he went down like, ah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> too rough. You're playing too rough. Yeah. You win. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think that was the case at this event. Um, you don't play right. But one Josh did get crowned, I think, best Josh. or You got a trophy. Uh-huh. His name is Josh, and he's a ten to twelve and twelve year old kid. <laughs> yeah, because no one wants to beat the shit out of a kid. <laughs> oh, I would. Plus, he'll grow to He'll grow up to be a legend, and then afterwards, I would be like, "My name's not Josh." <laughs> Every max for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the way the event kicked off. It started with a rock paper scissors match between Josh Swain and another Josh Swain. Whoa! Oh, wow! The originator. That's <laughs> fun. Two teams. Right? The original Josh Swain won. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> yes, home yeah. team. So it started out as a joke, but uh, once it started picking up social media attention and whatnot, he turned it into a food drive, which is awesome. Good for him. Um, they were able to gather a bunch of stuff and good clout, and you have a bunch of Joshes together, and mm-hmm. Bob's your uncle. So everyone else, so everyone who uh, participated, they can no longer go by the name Josh. They have to go by their last name. And I think legally that is what happened. Okay, so just like Swain now, like it's like Swain versus Swain. <laughs> I think yeah, you forego your first name too, You're and then they can never name. have a Josh event because they're all not, not Josh anymore. And then that kid, like ten years later, has to like do another one and like <laughs> oh, like Highlander. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like start taking it until there is there could be only one. I love that. Yeah. Uh, that That's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> if you were king? <laughs> yeah. We have to bring that back if we were king. Oh, yeah. I don't have any if I were kings right now, but... Uh... I just have all our old ones, yeah. <laughs> mine, got, mine got gratuitous and needless. And that's so... what they're supposed to be. I know. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Well, ex-producer Green Thumb over there was curing cancer and... Yeah, for those who don't know, we have a, a bit called If I Were King, and we just say, if I were king... Like I said, okay, if I were king, at the height of traffic on the freeway, I'd say, everyone stop! Everyone stop! And then on one side of the freeway, they'd all get out of their cars, and then the other one on the other side, and they have to switch sides <laughs> and cars, and then houses, and drive to each other's houses and take their jobs and lives. And then I would eliminate all freeway <laughs> traffic, because freeway traffic exists only because people are driving to their fucking job and back, and that's why it exists. So you live near where you're going to go. No traffic. Then I can get around and do my stuff. 
type of deal. <laughs> yeah, sure. so <laughs> you wouldn't just have your own private highways? I'm trying to help everyone. <laughs> Stupid. You're bad. You're bad. You're bad. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I hadn't heard that one before. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I've mentioned it before. Like I said, everyone would switch jobs or the side of the highway. <laughs> no one just listens to me with my kicks. Well, you had, yours was even worse. You had the fucking you had the gum statue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I ever, as king, if you were ever caught spitting gum on the floor, or if my gum patrol finds gum on the floor, they'll pick it up, test it for your DNA, because mm-hmm. your, your DNA is on file, by the way. That's yeah. part of my regime. In the kingdom. Uh, and we will track you down, and you will have to spend a day or however long, according to the infraction, um, as the gum person. You'll be, you'll gum be in the, yeah, you'll be in the middle of a, a circus tent, and then people can come around and just put their gum on you. You said it before. I felt like they had to be covered in the gum until they could leave and stuff. You're being nice about it now. I, like, I am. I'm dialing it back. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I'm less hateful. Yeah, I know you become a softer king. Your <laughs> type of deal. I mean, like remember my, my one of my older ones was all businesses would be open 24 hours. If they close once, they'll be closed forever. <laughs> See, Jeez. that's a perfect king. That's it has to be something you decree. You have to decree it, and people have to do it. That would be miserable. I'm creating jobs for everyone. <laughs> Hold an economy. All right, I think it's about that time for the game. Okay. <laughs> I have the suggestion right here, as a matter of fact. It's a listener's, listener-submitted oh, suggestion. Oh, that worked out. From D.B. Cooper. Nice. Yeah. Okay. She'll know what it means. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, the? <laughs> um, We're taking it back. And the suggestion is Smurfette versus Julia Roberts. Okay. Huh. Okay. Smurfette versus Julia Roberts. And we'll be back with the spin okay. on this game after this break. And we're back from the break. I think I I think uh, I crafted a good one here. So, Max, I'm going to give you Smurfette. Mr. E, you are handling Julia Roberts. Okay. And here's your prompt. God, I'm nervous. And as a refresher for everybody listening, they will have a minute to debate after the prompt. And here we go. You are an international spy. Which would make a better sidekick? Julia Roberts or Smurfette? All right, Max. Let's start with you. And there's a minute on the board starting now. Okay, Smurfette. Well, why Smurfette would be an international... Okay, sorry. Okay, I'm freaking out. So, <laughs> who would make a better sidekick? Smurfette. Definitely. Because she was made by Gargamel. And as we all know, Gargamel was a wizard. So, therefore, she probably has some of that little magic razzmatazz in her bloodstream. And wizards are crafty, as we all know. And she was made to, like, tempt the Smurfettes. And I think she's having sex with Papa Smurf. I don't know. I've seen a lot of memes. I don't understand how that works. I know. It's weird. Um, so, anyway, she's small. So, she can get into, like places like spyway wise she knows all the languages by the way did you know that does she dude do you know she does <laughs> yeah she's a smurf dude she's made by a wizard so she knows all languages and so that's perfect for being a spy um she blends in really well as we all know she's a great she's really good you know she's a positive person so she's <laughs> she'd be great to be on your team as well um and um and she kicks ass. She's a she's an nth level black belt. And you're done. Okay, Mr. E, your time starts now. Okay, Julia Roberts would make 
an infinitely better sidekick if you were an international spy. And this is why. First of all, she's a famous actress, okay? We're talking about a Golden Globe Academy Award winning actress. She could take on any face she wanted to. And how hard is it to say no to a beautiful girl with a beautiful smile? Hello? She has the power to do anything. Um, she's Frankly, she's probably played a spy sidekick in a movie at one point. Um, but let's get down to the meat. She's rich. She knows famous people. She has plenty of connections. She has access to jets, planes, because she's a celebrity. Your mode of transportation would just be lightning speed. Uh, she knows famous up, hire people. And like I said, in the end of the day, she's a girl. She could get anything she wanted from anyone she wanted. That's my time. Five, five seconds. seconds. Uh, yeah. And and she's she's beautiful. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, time's <laughs> up. Max, your rebuttal starts now. Okay, Smurfette has all the Smurfs at her that, at her beck and call, so she really is a bunch of people, not just one person. Um, <laughs> she has her her uh, ear to the street, literally, because she's so small that she knows all the like little in the, like the shit on the street. So she's really crafty. She she's like an elf. She can ride cats and birds and things like that as well. And you can she can send her in. She'll kill everyone in the building and come out and speak Chinese the whole time. Like she's way better and knows more than Julia Roberts ever fucking will. Better actress and you know Julia Roberts fucking everyone sees her face. That's not a, a spy. Like oh yeah, a famous person. Good spy. No, and no done. one knows Murphette. All right, Mr. E, <laughs> calm down. Okay, okay. <laughs> just back the fuck up. All right, bro. Time starts now. Okay, first of all, she can have all the motherfucking Smurfs she wants. They are small as fuck. One person can take on a hundred Smurfs at one time. Second of all, she's fucking blue. Hello, if you're a spy sidekick, you want to probably be a little inconspicuous, <laughs> and she's fucking blue. And if she's riding cats and rats and dogs and whatever you said, I don't understand how that's going to help you at all. Compared to Julia Roberts, that has rich and can ride helicopters and planes, and frankly, probably has a fucking teleportation machine because she's rich as fuck and famous, and there's no way right, she'd make an infinitely up. better spy sidekick. Okay. Wow, that was heated. <laughs> I'm scared. All right. Do I get a rebuttal? <laughs> Started. <laughs> right? Like, you just had to double check it. I know. I was kind of curious. Like, I want to rebut that. No, no, no. I think I have enough here. Um, if if I'm going to allow that Smurfette speaks every language, then I'm going to allow that Julia Roberts has a teleportation device. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. He did kind of say that. I was Because <laughs> I can't prove either of those wrong. So, you know. We'll, nice. We'll just, we'll Glad just I reached to something and it worked. Fuck you. <laughs> Mine's way more reachable. Um, I did like the idea that uh, you brought in magic, Max, of course, because... You know, I didn't know she was created by Gargamel. I'm pretty sure that's that's the one fact to do about it. She was created by Gargamel to like tempt the Smurfs or something with her ways, and then she defected. Yeah, I, that kind of hit a chord with me because she's tempting Smurfs. Yeah, while Julia Roberts is tempting humans. And if Smurfs exist, maybe you're a Smurf assassin. So, you know, at the end of the day, you you don't necessarily have to be assassinating humans. Um, what? let's see. Meaning, meaning, I guess I'm going to, those two are neutral to me. They're sexiness. Like, because you, uh, Max, oh, you did bring up the <laughs> idea. Sexiness is neutral. Okay. <laughs> you did bring up the idea that she is famous and would draw attention. Yes. So that was interesting. You, you got that in under the wire. Um, but Julia Roberts would have access to jets, planes, teleportation devices. 
money, uh, resources. Ah, this is a tough one. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I I I'm gonna give it to Mister E. Yay! I think uh-huh. Mister E's a blue sis, <laughs> by the way. Oh, she's blue, like blue sis much. Well, that's that's true. Wow. Yeah. You hate blue people. She is blue. She's bright blue. She's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Uh huh. Wow. I don't see people through that lens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, high road me. All right. I got a story here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, we've all had girlfriends in this room, correct? I think so. So well, if there's no follow-up questions, then yes. I, <laughs> I don't know if she identified as my girlfriend or not. <laughs> <laughs> Did she know about it? Was <laughs> um, she in a magazine, Bobby? I mean, you all know how much work having a significant other is, right? Yeah, you got to yes. put in time. Yeah. Well, a guy in Japan by the name of Takashi Maiwagami. Oh, he, I know him. Miyagawa. <laughs> Miyagawa. Uh, he has been <laughs> arrested for having 35 girlfriends. Oh, is that illegal? So, <laughs> what, wives. What happened is, um, when the women found out about each other, they formed a essentially Japan's version of a class action lawsuit against the guy. Wow, for lying to them and defrauding them of money and gifts. Wow, and. He, Here's the rub. This guy's a player. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. It, it, with all the hours this guy put in, like, he could have got a job and earned the money. That is a job. Yeah. It, it is a job. Yeah. So props to the hard wow. work put in, for sure. Yeah. Still a dick move. But... Slow clap. <laughs> uh, so all of, this, girlfriends. all of this was just a scam to get more birthday gifts. Oh my god! The ultimate <laughs> scam. Wouldn't you have to give so them all sh- gifts on their birthday? It must not be. A well, it sounds like they're all sugar mamas. That's the thing. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh yes. wow! Yes, <laughs> yeah. Because if he's doing it for materialistic shit, and he has thirty-five of is, them, are they like all? And they're all defrauding him for is this gifts. Like Zoom, like, oh yeah, you're my only one. We can never meet. No, no, no. These were dates and sexual encounters, presumably. <laughs> yes. You got you have 35 girlfriends. How do you juggle that? Yeah, you fucking don't. Like, that is your life. <laughs> I you, couldn't imagine juggling two. Yeah, no, that that is insane. 35. Um, so Here's he... Like a harem like situation. Harem? Harem? They don't know each other. Well, they didn't know each other. Yeah, no, I don't think Dang. it's quite harem. Dang. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost living the dream. Um... So apparently, you know, they they filed the lawsuit or whatever Japan's equivalent is, and uh, then they arrested him. <laughs> what's what's their equivalent? <laughs> well, I mean, just so a lawsuit, the Hajima ceremony of dishonor, like their equivalent of, of of a lawsuit. Well, pull your finger out of your ass for I a will. second. Sorry, I'm just laughing. <laughs> uh, no, the, if I sued you here in America, mm-hmm. they wouldn't arrest you. You just have to show up to court and defend yourself. In Japan, they straight up arrested him. Oh. And, you know, held him in jail for a while based on this crap. So, yeah, I don't know what the differences are there. Mm-hmm. But that was essentially it's it. Serious infraction. Yeah. So, in order to pull this off, you can't have, like, 35 women coming to see you on your birthday. You know what I mean? That's It's just not possible. 
It's not possible. You can't do it. So what he did was he told each woman his birthday was on a different day of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. This guy's a genius. I know. <laughs> right? Can I learn from this man? Is there like wow. Is there a blog or something I can subscribe to? Or <laughs> your new, an insta- no. A newsletter? Yeah, yeah. some newsletter. <laughs> people, yeah, people are hating him and praising him all at the same time because the time management skills are incredible. Good for you, pal. Yeah, I guess if you just want to like, if you just put like going crazy, it's like, I will, I want a girlfriend. Whoever says yes to this, you're my girlfriend. And you, and you go through with it. I guess you have 35 girlfriends. So <laughs> that's its own kind of work. So uh, here's the uh, real kicker. Now I'm starting to get grossed out by this story. The more I'm thinking about it, like these, pro- in my mind, they're like all like very beautiful people. I'm like, oh wait a minute, they're probably not very beautiful people at all. They didn't give him much. He only received about one thousand dollars worth of gifts. That's American dollars. One thousand between all thirty five. Between all thirty five. Oh, okay. So that's like just give him the fucking money back then, right? Like, Jesus. I mean, that's just a couple dinners here and there. Like it'll all add up when you're with thirty five different people. Apparently he got a suit too, but you know, that's a <laughs> <laughs> couple of uh, your mothers or whatever. I, yeah, I, I I had to bring this up because again, it's just <coughs> it's work having one significant other, let alone thirty five. Very yeah. impressive. So th- I was going to file this under dumb criminals, but I just I couldn't. Like this guy is not smart a criminal. <laughs> smart criminals. <laughs> Even the thirty five birthdays. Imagine how much just remembering that is. Probably some sort of phone app. It's called Scammer. <laughs> scammer app, like, for your relationship scammer app. You know he had, like, a document with, like, seeing Cindy on Tuesday, seeing Jenny on Yeah, every time he had a text, it's like, Cindy, March 5th or something. And that's, like, what they think. Like, yes, it's coming up. Yeah, excited. And he studied the dossiers before each yeah. date. <laughs> probably got, he probably got off on it, too. It's like, I told two of them I was a pilot and three of them I was an archaeologist and... <laughs> I said, one of them, I'm going to a conference this day, and if I, one's actually going to be at the conference, and I run into her, oh, oh. <laughs> he's like the Thomas Crown Affair of, like, having a bunch of chicks, just like, thinks he's so cool. I can totally see that, too. That's so, so funny. so fucking cool. <laughs> so he's just sitting there at the bar, like, I have 35 girlfriends, you know, shit about me. Like, I have 35 girlfriends. Anyway, um, I have a story out of uh, China about a a flight and a passenger on that flight. Um, so this is a flight in the central Shandong province in China. And so a passenger was hoping to fly with uh, good luck. And he ended up uh, having the entire flight canceled because he threw coins into the engine of the plane for good luck. Moron. <laughs> Wait, is he like is he like a monk that's never flown before? Or like, is he a competent individual that I can call a moron? I don't know, but here's proof. Here's a picture. What are you looking at? Here are the here are the coins he threw covered in red paper. And he threw these into the engine for good luck because I guess he'd never flown before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, good luck, man. I don't know how rural this individual is, but if he lives in a city and knows what an airplane is, I, I, he's a moron. <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't tell, tell much about him. He said basically they identified his last name as Wang, and they have scheduled to fly from Weifang to Haiku in the Baibu Gulf. Airlines, flight, whatever, whoever cares. But then he threw the handful of coins into the engine. And unfortunately, the staff uh, was alerted to the coins in the engine after workers found coins on the ground during the pre-takeoff inspection. And he reportedly threw six of those coins in there. And they recovered all the coins. But still, the flight was canceled due to safety concerns. And all 148 passengers were forced to deboard 
and wait for the next flight in the morning. So did someone, they didn't see him do this. They found the coins. So did someone rat him out or did he cop to it? I don't know. Why would you uh, cop to it by doing that? Like, so I think they said they just found him on the ground and just. If he didn't know better than to throw coins into a turbine engine, I could see him copying to it. Oh, I see you saying, like, they investigated and he's like, oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, that I was did it. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's for good luck. Good luck to everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just threw some coins in there. And so, yeah, following the incident, though, uh, this Wayne guy was detained by police and execu- executed. Oh, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. On the I wrote that part. No, he didn't execute. He just said he was, he was detained by police. Um, but this actually isn't the first time someone's thrown coins into the planes of an engine in China. Last year, a 28-year-old superstitious person also threw coins at a plane's engine for good luck. And he was ordered to pay a fine of 120,000 yuan or $18,500. That sucks. Jesus. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a big uh-oh. Yeah. A big yeah. Group, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So. Fuck. The lesson here is do not throw coins into airplane engines. I, I need or to write anything that down. for that matter. <laughs> into anything? You can throw them into ponds. No, don't throw anything into an airplane. Oh, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, don't throw anything into airplane engines. That's actually probably a better. That's a good lesson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't say ducks. We could do that. That's going to be my first tattoo on my arm is don't throw coins in airplane engine. Well, have you ever dreamed that? You love them. them. <laughs> All right, so uh, I got kind of a, it's not a Guinness corner, but it's a record breaker. So uh, at least one climber on Mount Everest, which recently opened up, has been tested, has tested positive for coronavirus. Ba-ba-bum. God, it's, so it's reached, the, it's, it's explored the whole uh, earth, basically, to right. the highest peaks, to the, it's going to be like the ocean creature's going to have it soon. Right, someone in Death Valley has to test positive. Yeah, like, exactly. The lowest land-based. Fuck. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Norwegian Bummer. climber Erland Ness. Uh, he was hospitalized for eight nights, and his Sherpa also tested positive. Oh, dude, you know it's bad if the Sherpas get it. Yeah. Oh man, those guys can take anything, man. Dude, well, now that you're talking about it, man, we did some. I did some digging on the Sherpa, and this guy has gone up Everest. Uh, I think roughly twenty-four times, mm-hmm. but he's summited. 12 times. So he's been to the top of Everest 12 times, and then he just takes yuppies up there in his spare time. Like, that's a fucking... That's a specimen. Forget his name. (laughs) (laughs) I went up there to live. Does he bring oxygen (laughs) with him? (laughs) So, uh, he... What? Does he bring oxygen up there? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's good. I mean, you have to. Uh, Well, there was that one... There was that one guy. I forget his name. I forget his name. Jesus. (laughs) What happened to him? <laughs> I forget his name, but he climbed Everest without any oxygen, came back down nearly dead. And people asked him, why did you go up there to die? Why did you go up there to die? He said, I didn't. I went up there to live. <laughs> Thank you for that lost world break. Much appreciated. <laughs> okay. Um... So, yeah, this guy suspects he picked up the virus in one of the tea houses along the Kumbo Valley. <laughs> you have to sing it. <laughs> Does it say that? Like, the Kumbo Valley. <laughs> Just you say it. It's like a little musical note. <laughs> yep. Uh, I didn't know this, but uh, Nepal makes over $4 million each year by issuing climbing passes from Mount Everest. 
Damn. So they were really out of that four million in twenty twenty when the whole mountain was closed. And then they recently opened it up and fucking, you know, within a month someone saw there with COVID. Man, that that's just getting boring. They need to add more attractions to Mount Everest, like get, like make a, it higher or a something. Slide. Yeah, a slide would be sick or just like make something. <laughs> just something. I'm bored with it. Man, they, they had a year to re renovate or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same old shit every year. <laughs> Fuck. It's probably also the I heard they took all the bodies down even. It's like, what? That's what you go for. You want to see like, oh, there's rainbow body face or something. Like that's, that's Is that true? Did they take them down? I heard there was I don't know. You know, I always oh, say I heard okay. I hear that stuff. But I thought I heard something like they're trying to do that, especially now that no one was climbing it. Gotcha. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, I'm saying it now, but I'm like doubting it. But I, you know, I read a lot of stuff for this show. I don't do half of it, so gotta write them down toboggan style, like Simpson. Yeah, exactly. Each time. Almost <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it. <laughs> I, I'm picturing that too. Mouth, make sure you close their mouth before you do it. <laughs> it's a great drag. Um, so um, I have a story about treasure hunters. Ooh, Ooh I love ooh, treasure hunters. Yeah. Do you like Nazi gold? I. <laughs> what? What was that? Say it. I I, I kind of like Nazi gold. <laughs> wow. You heard it here first. This is uh, oh my God. the most exclusive. <laughs> Got him. So uh, treasure hunters <laughs> are hoping to dig up 48 crates worth of Nazi gold that it's around $900 million. Ooh, oh, my God. Wait, did they call million. the FBI first? Because you don't want to do that. No, fuck the FBI. It's like another country. It's, like in, it's in Poland. You mean there's no Nazi gold in the U.S.? Yeah. No, it's not the U.S. <laughs> like, no, it's not there. Yeah. Okay. This is in a, it's in a, actually, it's in an 18th century Polish palace, and it was used as a brothel by... Uh, Hitler's SS henchmen. Huh. Yeah. And supposedly there's Nazi gold there. 48. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh, 10 tons. And it's buried? Jesus. Supposedly 10 tons. So they, like, the Nazis bricked it up afterwards or buried it? How did buried they... it, supposedly. So it's and like we... in the basement. We don't know. Well, they buried it there somewhere. And so this is coming out. Actually, this is the story came out yesterday. So they say, like, within the next week, they're going to start actually digging this place up, this entry, this 18th century Polish. Palace, so why are they of. sure? Because they place. found all this um, stuff. Basically, they found uh, they determined this location after scoring through secret documents, an SS officer's diary, and a map they received from the offspring of officers who frequented this discreet lodge. <laughs> and also, there was a letter by um, this uh, one of these SS officers, and I have the letter actually here too. I, dude, this is some fucking history, bro. So these like <laughs> these treasure guys were like looking through all these documents, and they found this like this place where it was like basically a brothel. So, oh, yeah. So this treasure was stolen toward the end of World War II under the instruction of SS boss Heinrich Himmler, and he stole all this money to fund the creation of the Fourth Reich. So he like stole this money almost from the Nazis for to create the next version of the Nazis. So it's wow. supposed to be a treasure trove of Nazi gold here. Am I am I dumb for assuming the brothel just earned all that money? That's true. <laughs> That was like you thought they just earned it through. Oh yeah, fucking I thought Nazis just, <laughs> just like you know they they went there and fucked and that was the brothels like back. Well, Nazis earned anything though. No, like so the, the the it's a really good brothel. They, God, go, they earned ten tons of gold, bro. Fuck. <laughs> How can you not go? Well, I mean, they were expensive. They you, they had expensive you, rates. I mean, dude, you have to be fucking. I don't even want to know what go on there. It's scary. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> no, they didn't earn it. Uh, they stole it like they—they they, it's Nazi gold from all their horrible atrocities they did. Yes, and they hit it all. And this is like supposed to be like their treasure troves for like the next, you know, the next level or something. 
And so here's the letter. He said, like, my dear um, hooker, for let's call her that. Uh, that's what she was. Um, but um, um, I will fulfill my assignment with God's will. Some transports were successful. The remaining 48 heavy Reichsbank chests and all the family chests I hereby entrust to you. Only you know where they are located. May God help you and help help me fulfill my assignment. So they found this letter, plus all that diary and everything there. And, uh, yeah, so through all this other documents, they found out, you're asking about, was it buried and stuff? Yeah, because obviously they didn't earn it. I guess they weren't up to the challenge. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, the hooker, the brothel, yeah, this is, they didn't earn anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they probably earned their German monies, but no gold, 10 tons of gold. No, they didn't earn that. Um, but, uh, so in other documents, they've, they've read that a trough had been dug in the orangery, which is a safe home for the delivered chests and containers. And another document said 48 chests from the Reichsbank in good, in good condition were hidden, very well covered with earth and greened with still living plants. Oof. So that's the key right there, too, that they put on living shit on top of it as well, right? Smart. I thought that was pretty cool, too. So then, like, actually, so remember the the lady of the night we were talking about before? Yes. Uh, <laughs> she actually, for a period, she was, like, basically entrusted with this gold, supposedly, like, this, like, castle and this whatever the crap and for two months because uh, the russians were coming in and did, like that's why they buried all this stuff because the russians were coming in and kicking their ass and so she uh-huh. was pushed from the home for like two months and she lived in the forest and when she came back she said it hadn't been disturbed so it still was on that property and then she like lived to be 60 and just died and so they didn't really say anything much about her but um and someone else was saying if the basically when people when they went there to like find stuff if they, they they would just dig a hole and leave they wouldn't like put plants back type of deal and so the guys say, like, dude, since nothing's been disturbed and blah, 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 they think all this Nazi gold is possibly on this property, and they're, by next week, supposedly going to dig it up. Supposedly. Nazi gold. Ten tons of it. That's kind of fun. I, I I like that because it's a, uh, I don't want to say successful gold story, because we don't know if it's a success or not, but... We don't at all. Compared to the last one we brought up where the treasure hunters found Silver War gold, or supposedly thought they found it underground, and they contacted the FBI, oh, and yeah. the FBI took it out from under That's them. That's why you said, asked that. I forgot about that. There's nothing there. I forgot about that. That was a travesty. That made yeah. me mad. I remember that. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, at least, um, you know, at least these treasure hunters are going to get to participate in the digging up. I hope it's there. No, I thought it was kind of interesting. Like, this kind of made me go down a whole rabbit hole of, because, you know, the Nazis did a lot of horrible things, and they just took all this, like, art and everything all across Europe, and a lot of it hasn't been recovered. Actually, during this whole rant of looking into this stuff, there's something called the Amber Room. Have you heard of this? No. It's, like, a famous, like, room that was full of gold, and all, you go in there, it was just, like, an amber-looking room, but it was all covered in gold. And yes. I guess the Nazis, in some palace, I think in Russia, I can't, I can't quite remember now, it might be Poland, too. Basically took it apart, like deconstructed yeah. it and stole the whole room or whatever, and it's like lost to like Nazi time or whatever. And supposedly someone was even saying it could have been on one of these ships that crashed. Like there was some huge Germany like left when all the Russians were coming in and some ships were sh- shot down, you know, and they're on the bottom of the ocean. Maybe the amber rooms down there. Oh. Or maybe it's part of this treasure trove. Or- I, I can't imagine uh, these treasure hunters are actually going to keep any of that gold no you can't that's it's i think it's Im- it's embroiled in all sorts of like it's hate it's you know it's funny like you know they always make the joke like uh like oh it's drug money i don't want it. it's like dude i'll take drug money give me that drug money type of deal but it's like this is nazi gold dude like you can't you can't be taking nazi gold that's not their gold well and i'm sure there's uh paperwork in place that says you know reparations and 
anything oh, yeah. the Nazis stole that you can prove they stole it from you, you know, goes back to you or your descendants or what have you. And I think that's like in perpetuity or, oh, for sure. you know, I'm just sure this is. Yeah, no, it's all going to go back to the right people, hopefully, yeah. as best as it can, type of deal. It's, yeah, it's absolutely going to be smoked Either way, it's kind of cool. It's coming at least to light, at least. It's not like buried, just sitting there doing nothing. Like, it's our history. Because there's, like, there's art and shit down there, too, supposedly. Well, I mean, we don't know if down there, but like I said, they took a lot of art that we've never seen again. Oh, yeah. That's why I was saying that art, the, the Amber Room thing is like one of those things. That makes sense. I think I remember hearing about that in my uh, one of my art history classes. All right, you guys, I got a Florida or Australia for you. You right. ready? Yeah. A woman has survived being hit in the head by a flying turtle. <laughs> That's uh, California. <laughs> she was driving with her daughter when a turtle what? crashed through her windshield. Oh. She was the driver. Uh, she suf- suffered a gash on her head, and she will be fine. Her daughter, or what, did you have- I was going to say, the way you paused, you're like, she suffered. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> like, uh, like, God. I was just very like, jeez. Fuck. Like, he's... You just paused because you're reading, but it was just like, I thought you were like, and died or just something. I was like, I was like she suffered and died. That was, my, that was my Shatner pause. <laughs> I guess, but I got I was like, oh, God, what did you tell us? <laughs> she died right in front of her daughter. The turtle. Where did it happen? Uh, so the daughter, when she called uh, 911, or the emergency operator. Um, she says, I swear to God, this, la- this lady has the worst luck of anything. So, you know, getting hit in the head with a turtle on a mm-hmm. highway. It's pretty bad luck. Yeah, not, not the best. That's Australian luck, by the way. I say it's Florida, Floridian luck. No, that's Australian luck. That's, <laughs> that's like, you know. No, because they- if it's Australian, bad luck means you're dead. Because there's so many fucking things that can kill you. <laughs> she, the if she point. had the worst look of all time, she'd be fucking dead. He even said, like, once she got hit, she's like, oh, he, she suffered, mate. Like, that's what he said. Like, it's, <laughs> mate. Yeah. I missed that. Mate. Yeah. You know, bird. it's obviously a bird, right? Because a bird, like, they pick up the turtles and they drop them to break them. No. Oh, was a turtle committing suicide? <laughs> the turtle, yeah. What was it? Yeah, he had, yeah. He had a bad day. <laughs> yeah. You've seen like, Falling Down. A, yeah. They just don't make you morning sandwich. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so... Um, the turtle was fine, suffered some scratches, and was released on. Turtle was fine. Oh yeah. They they assume. Hold on here, bro. <laughs> they assume the turtle because you know how they get in Australia. No, this is in Florida, by the yeah, way. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Did someone chuck it at someone? Then they think the turtle was trying to cross the road, and then got uh, picked up by a car, like a truck tire, or just you know winged it the right way. And sent it flying. And crashed through this woman's windshield. And it's fine. The turtle is fine, but just to be sure, they released it onto an airport runway. They want to send this thing into space next time. I was just saying, Jesus. I don't believe that story, but okay, fine. Speaking of going to space, I got a uh, space story here for you. Oh, I love space. NASA has released plans to build a new interstellar probe. A new one? A new one. Like the Voyager type probe, but a new one? Just like the Voyager probes. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, right? What's it called? Uh, they don't have a name for it yet. Enterprise. Oh. Enterprise. No. Uh, so plans were revealed at the European Geosciences Union General Assembly 2021, or as I'm calling it, EGUGA mm-hmm. 2021. Yep, definitely. Uh, this new probe would be two times faster 
and contain way more monitoring equipment specially designed to measure stuff that the Voyagers can't. What, is it going to take the same route, per se, or is it going to take a different route? Do you know that? Or is this all just mentioned, like, not sure what to do yet? The route wasn't mentioned, but I can't imagine they'd want to retread the same space. Or maybe they would. I don't know. I was like, I wonder, that's a bit, that's be an interesting debate, because in theory, maybe there's a lot of things they didn't know to test for. Now they want to, if you try to escape for the future, what would you rather know? Like, a different direction or, like, more concrete information? Like, we can get it, we can leave our galaxy, our solar system this way or something. I mean, those are all great questions. I um, we should make five of these things. <laughs> Fifty of them. Uh, so, one of the questions they want to answer is, uh, "What shape is our solar system?" They don't know exactly what shape the uh, the sun's magnetic field and solar winds are uh, generating out there. It could be a big donut. Could be a big sphere. Could be some sort of pancake-looking thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting, like a seahorse or something. Yeah, it could be a, a big turtle, for yeah. sure. Yeah, Ooh, absolutely. Stephen King. <laughs> oh. um, so, I mean, th- this whole thing, you're saying make five of them. This thing is in competition uh, for, or excuse me, with uh, missions to Mars and then missions to Jupiter moons to explore for mm. life there. So they're really going to have to make a case for why shooting this thing past our solar system is better for our knowledge than going to mars or going to jupiter's moons so you know i as a as an amateur enthusiast can't we just have like optimus do it like why is he down here we can we can handle the autobots and shit or the decepticons i should say we can handle that okay let's just send auto optimus to go explore all that shit in one go like some type of awesome satellite that just Goes goes to Europa, now, goes to Mars, then goes on the outside, then comes back for refueling, then goes visits Voyager. Now we got to send the dream team. It's uh, Tom Cruise, yes, Optimus, Vin Diesel, and then we'll throw in some uh, Steve Buscemi or Bruce Willis. For- Not Vin Diesel, Dom Toretto. Dom Toretto. I'm sorry. Yes, Dom Toretto. <laughs> oh, send the dream. Team. He was Riddick too, so Vin Diesel could be all of his power. <laughs> this is deal. I thought this was interesting. They hope to launch the probe in the next ten to twelve years. It will then take another 15 for it to reach the edge of the solar system. Wow. And that's twice. I'll say that's twice the speed. That's twice as fast as uh, the Voyager. Voyager was, yeah. Wow. Hey, progress. For sure. And I'm, sure. At, they, and as soon as this gets out there, it'll be like, damn it, we'll get there. We'll probably beat it with the next one, right? Like, before, as it's on the way there, they're like, zoom, like, go right by it. If they send it past the Voyagers, it's going to lap them. And then maybe it can communicate with them and send better signals back to us based on what they're getting. They should, like, bring a bunch of, like, updates for the Voyagers and, and like, at the last second, like, push it off, like, somewhere, like, go that way now. <laughs> and the thing, like, spread out. Um, I thought this was pretty interesting. So, it'll reach 15 years to, it'll take 15 years to reach the edge of the solar system, which is defined by um, the end of the sun's Suns? solar winds okay. and gravitational it's field. It's a fact, basically, yeah. Exactly. A heliosphere? Something like that, I think it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the sun's gravity, in order to escape that effect, you'd have to reach damn near some of the closest stars yeah. in order to escape the sun's gravitational effect. I thought that was fascinating. That You're talking light years. Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy. Because yeah, all the stars, like, because that's, that's how you can tell, like, the binary systems. Like, in theory, it's whole other stars, and they're huge, as we know. And they're, like, making each other wobble and crap, and they're far away. They're light years away from each other, but they're right relatively close. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, they had another fun statistic here. Voyager 1 is currently 152 AUs from the sun. Astronomical units. Which is? Uh, the distance between the Earth and the sun. Basically, eight light minutes. Yeah, so it's 152 AUs away. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought that was cool. That is cool. I can't even remember what it was at the time, but like, we talked about that same AU thing that like the closest star was, whatever the number was, it seemed not that many. Like, So still, I mean, obviously we're nowhere near stars and stuff, so there must be something like, the, the, like the closest star must be like 300 AU or something. Oh, no way. It's something like that. 300? You're talking thousands. Is it thousand? I thought the closest star... 268,770. AUs? AUs. Yeah. Proxima Centauri. Yeah. I don't know anything about space, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? You know about a lot about space, actually. I thought, well, oh, whatever. whatever. I'm high, bro. I'm, I'm high. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for joining us. Yes. Much appreciated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, then. Goodbye. Yep. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.